0: I'm going to take you up for a second. Uh, live from Long Island, New York. Hi, I'm Ryan O'Neill-Williams and right below me is my uh, co-host, uh, Agnes Amasano. How are you doing, Agnes? Good to see you.
1: Good to see you too. I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful.
0: Great, great. We um, have an- uh,
1: I've, I've, I have to tell you, I have to remind you that um, I had a a quite unexpected visit from my old classmate from high school
0: yeah, it was really? such a
1: pleasure yeah yes. it was such a pleasure to spend time after 30 plus years not seeing each other and seeing how, how wonderful musician he he became and and a father figure it's you know like we were staring at, at pictures from high school like who we were then and who we are now it's such a huge difference but it's uh it's inspiring and it was it was very very nice to see him okay
0: time good. Him. all right good good i'm uh i'm i'm not surprised that you had people over because i know you love to entertain but <laughs> i i know you were a little uh uh, that, uh, uh, not anxious, but you were definitely apprehensive about this visit. You weren't exactly sure. Because that's great to hear that it went very well. Anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it uh, was it was fantastic, beautiful okay. surprise. Yes,
0: excellent, excellent. So very, very, yeah. very much a welcoming thing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk today with an attorney, uh, attorney Zakia Watson Caffey, uh, Esquire, from. Well, she's originally from New York, but she practices in both New York and in Georgia, and we're going to be talking about something that can affect anyone who has a mortgage, anyone at all who has a mortgage, because the truth is we're all out here trying to make ends meet, and so are some of these companies, and sometimes uh, the legal wranglings of what's going on with your mortgage are not exactly what you would expect. So in just a second, we'll get going and then I'll introduce you to uh, Zakia Watson-Caffey Esquire. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, Zakir How are you doing? It's great to it's great to see you again.
2: Great to see you too.
0: How are you? <laughs> hey, good. The, yeah. <laughs> i good. Yeah,
1: I love your name. I love your
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice one. Do you know what that's from? Where is it from? Do we know? Sometimes people don't always know. Uh,
2: so you know Swa- it's supposed to be Swahili. I mean, I never looked it up. I was told uh, it was Swahili for intelligent. Uh, My
0: first name, yeah. <laughs> Talk about on the nose, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, uh, I met uh, Zakia's father um, about two about two years ago. Yeah, when I was bouncing around, and, and uh, he uh, introduced us. And uh, basically, I've been doing a little bit of work for her online work. Um, but when we were talking, she brought up this really interesting uh, case that she's working on. This really interesting issue that she is worth, interested on. And I was like, whoa, I didn't realize <laughs> that this is something that could happen. And it's something that can affect any mortgage or any person who holds a mortgage, any person who has a mortgage lender who is to to a lender to them. Uh, so, uh, uh, the the amazing thing is that we should all know about this, but most people do not because there's so many intricacies. I mean, when you're signing a mortgage, <laughs> Zakiya, is it like like a fifty-page document almost every single time?
2: Yeah, there's a lot. Well, fifty would be a, a quick one. <laughs> it would be
0: small. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> usually, yeah. Well, usually well, when you go the closing,
0: it's usually yeah, you
2: know what? closing, uh, and obviously it depends. You on you the closing, time you're
0: yeah, okay. When you go into the closing, yeah, yeah, but it can you're be depending, huge
1: you're depending on having a good attorney
0: beside Yeah, look, right? that Too, that too. It depends so, on the size. So
1: it depends on what state you're in. New York
2: is one of those states where you have more protection. Um, Georgia, uh, usually it's just the lender that has an attorney at the closing. Most of the parties don't have, uh, which is very, very different than New York. In New York, usually everyone has, uh, the buyer, the seller, and the lender, um, all have attorneys that represent them, during in closing.
0: Okay. So that, I guess, makes it more possible that some people just don't know what is happening because they may not even have proper presentation, but then also, during the course of owning a home, you're just hoping you're gonna pay your, your, your bill and just receive, yeah, keep living where you are, right? You're not looking for, hey, there's gonna be a problem or there's gonna be a situation. Most of the time you're trying to get uh, there. But then you explain this problem to me about lender-placed insurance. Can you explain to us exactly what lender-placed insurance is? So lender-placed insurance is insurance that's,
2: that is taken out on your property by the lender. So traditionally what happens uh, is the homeowner will uh, obtain homeowner, a homeowner's insurance policy um, on their own. And they'll usually look around for the best rates considering on uh, what their needs are. And they will present that to the lender and the lender will be added as a beneficiary along with the, the homeowners to that uh, policy. However, um, in the event that you do not maintain um, adequate insurance or uh, there's a lapse in your homeowner's insurance, the lender uh, has the ability and will exercise that uh, ability to uh, place insurance on the uh Place a home and place insurance on the property to ensure that their financial interests are uh, covered in the event that something happens to the home.
0: Okay, so basically they're putting additional insurance on your home. So it's usually done only in certain circumstances.
2: It's it's supposed to be done when there is no homeowner's current homeowner's insurance on the home that is adequate. So either uh, most common. The most common situation is that the insurance policy has lapsed. So there's no insurance on the on the property. But there could be one uh situations where you are designated as a, a flood zone by FEMA and you don't have flood insurance. So that would be inadequate insurance. So yes, they can they are authorized to do that and uh, for good reason if you're if you were the bank, you would want to make sure that your assets are covered and they do that with uh lender place insurance.
0: Okay, okay. To me, it sounds like a good thing to you know off the off the cuff like in the beginning here you're explaining it to me it sounds like they're getting you additional insurance it sounds like a good great it sounds like a great deal almost like they're looking out for you right Agnes
1: well um to to me kind of like that was normal because to every single policy that I have my mortgage company is assigned to as well. Like mean that that they need to protect their their interests it's not only i'm i'm making sure that i have insurance on my property um right. but they are like co-beneficiaries right
0: right they're right. the
1: co-beneficiaries on, on the policy you have to have that yeah
2: right so um, you, you do have to sorry, so,
1: sorry. You, no no go ahead go ahead uh, i was saying yes
2: yeah, so they they are so, like, you do, do you have, have to this is Right. That's normal. Anyone that has an interest in the property. So, uh, obviously the homeowners, cause they own the home. Uh, and then if you have uh, a mortgage on your property, they have a financial interest in the property. So anybody that has an interest in the property is supposed to be a beneficiary on it. And banks will make sure that they are a beneficiary on your policy.
0: They're <laughs> Of course that they're a beneficiary. But so what's the problem here? If, uh, if they're putting this new insurance on my, uh, on my mortgage, basically to protect themselves and protect me, what is the issue?
2: So it doesn't, it, so the, that's two things. Um, number one, it, you are paying the cost of that insurance. And that's usually the big issue. I, as many years as I've been doing this, I have never seen a, I have never seen a lender of, uh, Uh, placed insurance policy uh, on a property that is less than um, what the homeowner originally had. And it's not pennies. It's usually hundreds of dollars more uh, or thousands um, more than uh, what a homeowner uh, would have on their property.
0: So basically what you're saying is your mortgage payment is going to go up because this insurance is going to go up.
2: Substantially, uh, it's going to go. It's either the mortgage payment, or if assuming that you have it as part of your mortgage payment. So um, generally, uh, you your mortgage includes your principal and interest. Obviously, you uh, most mortgages will also have what's called an escrow, uh, which you pay into every month, and the lender will. Um, hold those funds and pay third parties on your behalf. So what's usually in that escrow account are the funds for your uh, annual taxes on the property, your property taxes, and um, also your homeowner's insurance policy. So when your homeowner's insurance policy is due, let's say it's due December of every year, they'll take money out of that that you've been putting in, they'll take the money that you've been putting in into that escrow account and and pay your uh, homeowner's insurance, the company that you have chosen. So what happens is uh, when they put their own insurance policy um, because either the insurance policy has lapsed or you have inadequate insurance or whatever the reason is um, that authorizes them to exercise that right, you um, being forced to pay that new policy. And if it's hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars more, you're going to see that increase in your mortgage payment.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So definitely. It's possible that your insurance, increasing your insurance is going to make sure that you pay more. So if I'm paying my mortgage and all of a sudden, Agnes, your price goes up, all of a sudden there's, there's an additional charge, it could possibly be because the insurance has changed and someone has put lender place insurance on my on my mortgage
1: instead of the one that was there before. You know, personally, you know, personally, personally I went to changes to insurances not that, not that long ago. Um, number one, the flood insurance, it's going, the, the rates, although I'm not in a flood zone, the insurance rates are going up and up and up for no reason at all. And uh, when I try to change that insurance, they say, "Oh yeah, sure, you can go to the uh, private sector, but when something happens, doesn't mean they're gonna pay out." So that's scary because you might end up with the big damage and no money being paid out to you for that insurance. Uh, When I bought my first home, that was the insurance. Like Zaki said, it was it was so high. <laughs> that automatically increase the mortgage payment because everything was uh, together combined. So it was a couple hundred more until I started doing research and I changed insurance companies. Um, out of state. That automatically, automatically and, and I kid you not, there was a couple thousand less a year, thousands
0: thousands so thats
1: that saved me nothing. thousands less yes so
0: wow.
1: yes that's a, a wonderful point that you're making Za like, is insurance you have to watch exactly you have to watch what you're say what kind of insurance what you in the last two years um my insurance company actually just included um insurance for um act of God insurance Mm -hmm. otherwise i had to have that separate because they Mm -hmm. will just only cover fire uh then then you have to get flood and if you have a tornado god forbid that's not going to happen oh and uh (laughs) they they just told me actually if if tornado will rip my roof off and i have a leak inside the house they will cover but if there Mm -hmm. is just a leak through the roof without the hole being damaged through the tornado, they're not gonna cover that. Yeah. No.
0: Which, which to me is fascinating. So so Zakia, I guess what I'm gonna ask you next is, are they putting insurance on your house that is actually covering all the, 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 the eventualities, all the problems? When they put this lender-placed insurance? Because that seems like the second danger to me. Number one, now I'm paying more, and I may not even have the money to pay more. But secondly, now I'm getting this other insurance that I did not choose, that I did not take the the time that that Agnes took to put, you know, carefully and get all the coverages on my insurance. Is it possible that they could put something that is less than what you would actually desire as far as coverage is concerned?
2: I can assure you that whatever insurance they place on is not one that you desire at all. It's just not.
0: Um,
2: so they, they're they not going to look at your policy and say, well, this is what she has, this is what she wants. No, that's, that's not. They're going to look at a policy that's in their best interest. Are they going to get paid in the event that, you know, there's a fire. Are they gonna get paid in the event that, you know, there's uh water damage, things like that. Um, they wanna make sure that the that the them, the mortgage company, is going to be paid um in the event that there's some type of devaluation of of your home or the home becomes inhabitable or, you know, the home goes into foreclosure. So these aren't they're not you're not involved in the negotiation of this uh insurance and and um whether or not they even um, there's any benefit to you uh, is up. It's up in the air. Um, sometimes it's even difficult, even after they place the insurance, despite the fact that you're entitled to it, to even get a copy of the policy to say, "Okay, well, what's in this?" Um, that in and of itself is sometimes um, a fight with the uh, lender or their servicing
0: company. Oh, then okay, so. My difficulty then is, they're they're supposed to be covering so that they are also covered, right? They're covering their, their you know, their interest. Why would they do this? What what would make a company decide? <laughs> that oh, okay I'm going to take this insurance off I'm going to put this insurance on or maybe not take it off but I'm going to take the first opportunity I can to put this insurance on instead and then charge you more for it but it may not necessarily be covering everything that we need there why would why would a company do that so I can speculate um, I, it depends
2: on the company um I mean, first and foremost, they, you know, it's legitimate, it's a legitimate interest to want to cover your interest, but their interest starts and stops in the financial world, right? They want to uh, protect, they have a a mortgage against the property, they want to uh, protect that uh, mortgage that they have on the property, that encumbrance that they have on the property. They are not living in the home. You know, they're not concerned with, you know, neighbors and things like that. Their interest is, is, is for the most part, strictly financial. Um, so you need to look at it. Their policy is going to read uh, to their interests. That's number one. Number two, um, you know, again, speculation, but, uh, you know, we believe that there are kickbacks uh, from the insurance company. Again, you um, I, um, you know, we've seen situations where clients mortgage uh, will payment will double from, you know, a few thousand, two thousand to four thousand because, you know, there's lend of place insurance uh, has been uh, placed on the property. And so. There are a, a number of reasons. I'm not, you know, each case is different, but I, I would suspect that there's some type of financial kickback or uh, benefit to the to the lender um, to
0: to do that. You see how she's being diplomatic. You and I could say something crazy, Agnes, like, yeah, yeah, they're trying to get more money, or um, uh, they're trying to, you know, force you to pay, miss a payment, and get kicked out of your home. But she's not going to say that because. She's an attorney <laughs> and like a real deal kind of attorney, right? That's fascinating. But yeah, through what my, do you think?
1: Through my, experience, through my experience, I noticed that actually the relationship that the brokers had with the lenders, that they kind of steer to which insurance company they will be using. And when I when I told you about the, the experience that I decided to change and save myself a couple thousand dollars a year, I had to get permission from the lender to change the insurance company thanks to the good relationship that i had with the broker and broker had with the lender they allow me to do that otherwise i'll be paying over three thousand dollars more a year over three thousand dollars more that's a lot of money to pay for the insurance a year
0: yeah. yes so that's in
1: in uh, like Zakia mentioned yes yeah. they you have yeah. to just like, yeah, When you're choosing your own insurance, then you're using not only that replace replacement of your mortgage, but you're using uh, for, if you have to, that's what when something happens, your hotel will be covered for a couple of months, or you can replace your fence, or you can replace something that you have on your yard. You have certain money accumulated for your personal belongings, your clothing, your furniture, and that is... Best interest. Nobody else will be looking at your best interest, um, especially not the lender, because they will just want to recover what they lent you, for the
0: investigation. Right. Did. It sounds to me like you're literally saying the lender is directing and the, the, the broker are directing one another and based on, I mean, it makes sense that they have a good relationship, but it might be. That they have a monetary relationship, and then there, there is that. What we're we're okay? We're alleging that. (laughs) Uh, Is that
1: possible? uh, No, no, we don't know. We
2: we don't know because each each company is different. Uh, But again, I I started uh, at least in the foreclosure world in in New York, representing um, homeowners that were uh affected by the housing crisis a lot of them ended up in foreclosure for a number of reasons but um forced place insurance uh lender uh place insurance uh was something that you saw all the time because they were they were no longer putting money into the escrow account because they weren't making paying they weren't paying the mortgage at all and so you know it's again the the fundamental issue is not that the lender is placing insurance on it how,
0: it's, how done it's done and when it's done. Okay, so the issue. And what is, type
2: of policy they're choosing as well.
0: Okay. Okay. So basically, you're saying it's not that they they're they're not allowed to do this. It's just that it seems to be how they are doing it, right? It seems to be almost a uh, I'm going to use this word a predatory. Uh, um, it's uh, definitely a predatory. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like it's, it's
2: predatory because again i'm trying to like rack my brain and i do not i cannot recall even a a single case where it was a a minor change it's always something substantially more always and so the client is cat is uh tasked with paying you know if they want to get their mortgage back on track or they want to pay you know the arrears whatever uh to try to get back on track they have to account for this 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 ridiculous policy uh, that the lender has uh, now placed on uh, the, the property. And you would think, you know, with all of their connections and, and the industry that they would be able to get better deals, but it's always substantially more than what the homeowner can literally get just calling up the first company on Google. Um, and so it's, there's such a stark difference between what, you know, you as a homeowner can do as far, you know, as finding appropriate assurance for your property versus what the uh, lender decides to, to place Uh, the policies that the lenders place on the policy.
0: Okay. So I'm seeing you staying cool about it, but I know you have a passion for defending people who are in these kinds of situations in general um, that uh, uh, from uh, defendants who find themselves in, in trouble. And it might be a minor, minor thing, but Right, right now, like you said, you you actually told me about this that there are people waiting in court for things right now because there's a lot of people lined up in court in Georgia for all kinds of things, and some of us may actually know what those things are. Uh, that it is a possibility that someone who who who's getting a simple summons and couldn't afford to get out of it because they didn't have the money, they're sitting waiting for 60, 30, 60, 90 days because justice is just not moving quickly enough for them. Right? Right,
2: so uh, again, this is a situation with respect to mortgages. This is a situation where New York and Georgia are very different. I started in New York, which yeah. is a few uh, practicing in New York, which is a judicial state. Uh, which means that you pretty much go through the normal process when it comes to foreclosure, normal in our world. Um, meaning, you know, there's a summons, there's a complaint, there's, you know, you go through the discovery of the evidence exchange. It. So it's a, it's a extensive process to, uh, for a lender to get actual possession of a home in New York. You have to yep. go through the, uh, you basically get due process in New York when it comes to the home. Okay. Um,
0: That's it's the
2: case. not the case at all. <laughs> uh, we have uh, it's a, this is a title state. Or this is a title state where there are certain notices that are um, required. Uh, you do sign a waiver um, at the closing um, that uh, allows them to essentially fast track the foreclosure process here, and so it's a lot faster, and that can be detrimental. Um, when your mortgage goes up, I, I can speak for uh, what we uh, experienced personally. Um, our mortgage on a property uh, where we did have an escrow went up from, I think it was like 1000 to about 1800 because of lender-placed insurance. Wow. Um, and this was a situation where we had not defaulted on the loan. We had not, uh, so the, the escrow account was properly funded to cover our insurance policy when it came due, uh but the lender decided it didn't want to pay it. And as a result of that, um our mortgage went up almost double um on, on this uh investment property that we uh had. And so um we were okay in the sense that uh we were able to cover it and not default before you know The issue was resolved, Um, but, you know, everyone doesn't have that. And there's, you know, again, there's a big, and they shouldn't have to, uh, you know, unexpectedly have their mortgage go up uh, for no other reason other than, you know, the lender either intentionally or negligently uh, causing you to go into default uh, on the mortgage, on the insurance
0: See, you, you went exactly where I was trying to go. Oh. I was gonna ask you exactly about your personal experience and that's the reason why she's passionate about this. Not just because it touched her, but I think that that's what you're doing. You're more, you do a lot of uh, tort defendants uh, you, uh, you know for, for crime in that area. You're mainly um, your mortgage and these kind of litigation. Actually, you're a litigation expert. I'm a litigation
2: attorney, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. But then on top of that, you do do some, some, uh, some uh, defendant work. I do. uh, So I do, I do civil and criminal, which is everything.
2: uh, When you say it that way, but uh, (laughs) in the civil world, um, I I don't do everything uh, mortgage related. I do right now. I'm I'm doing this lender place insurance issue. Right. Um, In addition to that, I mean, I do a lot of, uh, Contract matters, breach of contract, things, um, that's usually it. Someone either breached a contract and trying to enforce it or uh, vice versa, Uh, or somebody's being sued because they're being uh, accused of having uh, breached a contract. But um, when I say civil, that's primarily what I do, business. um, And this kind of, it touches on that, that, you know, outside of me um, having my own personal experience, I mean, we had, the mortgage is, at the end of the day, it's a contract. And yeah. they agreed to do certain things. The lender agreed to pay the uh, taxes. And notably, they paid the taxes because the taxing agency takes precedent in a foreclosure. They didn't forget that. But when <laughs> it came to insurance that was way cheaper, um, they magically forgot. And, um, you know, we were lucky because we have a broker, an insurance broker that called us and said, hey, y- your lender didn't pay. And we went ahead and paid them um, you know, the, for the full year, um, and, you know, called the insurance company, told them, you know, this is what's happening. And it, it was, it was hell for months. And I, I just can't imagine a homeowner that's, you know, struggling to make it or, you know, not struggling. I mean, mortgages are, are, are usually your biggest expense. And so right. for that double, um, that's, that's substantial. Um, and so, like I said, we were we were extremely lucky. I don't take that for granted to be in a financial position where we were able to um, make those payments for months before bringing suit. But it shouldn't be that way. It should we should not uh, a homeowner who is paying diligently and, and doing what they're supposed to do, holding up their end of the bargain, shouldn't be uh, suddenly you know rewarded by having you know their mortgage doubled because whatever reason. Um, because of something that the lender did that
0: was uh
2: incorrect.
0: Agnes, imagine that she's an attorney and they did it to her property anyway. You know what I mean? That's that's in my mind I'm just like, Oh, did you not? <laughs> it's like a, you you you're gonna go and, and mess with the person who and you're looking at the deed. Well, I guess they didn't. Right. I guess they're not even checking well, to
1: see they, they, I'm sure they didn't research before they start with Zakiya. They didn't research what she's doing for a living. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they would step back and would not touch her at all. Right. But, um, see, she, she was, she was, that's great that she was able to take care of that herself.
0: Right.
1: What, um, I know that like in New York, you're not going to see that, but then you will, I experienced myself in the past when mortgage companies were pushing practically terrorizing uh, if you have some money in your house why don't you use it making trying to make you feel like you are a horrible person that you don't want to take that money out and use for travel for for whatever just to take more just to take one just to refinance and to have adjustable mortgage rates and then two years later you are in trouble and you are and you're losing wow. your property a lot of people lost properties in New York. They were mm-hmm. not able to uh, do as easy the lender placed place uh, insurance in New York. But then companies were attacking homeowners from other sites and ruining their, you know, the, the deals that they have. They have steady rates. And uh, if you refinance, you're adding additional cost to your mortgage, at least $10,000. And then, of course... Adjustable mortgage rates, which put you in trouble because you never know what what's, what's going to happen in life. Now it's okay; you don't know what's going to happen in your life two years from now, right? So yeah. then your mortgage automatically doubles, and then you are in trouble again. So yeah, as a, as a homeowner, you have to be really on your toes.
2: Yeah, that's um. I've during when I was in New York, that's actually. That was actually the crux of of what we dealt. Like I said, we to place insurance comes along with foreclosures because again, you're you're not paying, and so that that comes with it. Uh, but yeah, I, I had clients that signed second mortgages at the closing and didn't know that they had a second mortgage. I had because it wasn't being described to them, or you know, they didn't have an attorney that had their best interests uh, at heart. Um, because uh, sometimes certain industries are. are a numbers game. And sometimes real estate can can fall into that. Um, it's not, closings don't you know, pay uh, a lot of money. And sometimes it's a number game for um, the representatives. But um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done that uh, foreclosure litigation in New York in a while. So I don't, I'm hoping that the culture has changed. Uh, but I, I do remember when i got in i i will say it was at it was be, it was at the it was the downfall or with the effect of uh you know the 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 mortgage collapse um and so i got to see yeah people taking out second like i had science that had a third mortgage which was more than the first second mortgage. i've never seen this before and it was a substantial like just under a million uh third mortgage uh, so I've seen third mortgages rarely, but really do you see it so high that it's more than the first two combined. <clears throat> so they were just letting, they were allowing people to take out money, knowing that they would not be able to pay it back.
1: Right.
2: Um, and um, yeah, then they would end up, yes, like, the, like uh, Agnes said, the adjustable mortgage is where they weren't, they didn't understand what they were, you know, they're signing it and it says, 3%. And then, you know, they get their third payment and now it's up to 20%. You know, it's, um it, it was definitely a, a tragedy. Um, and, you know, we, we were able to help a number of homeowners come out of that. Um, we negotiate mortgages, facilitate a sale, where at least they would get some of the proceeds and things like that.
0: Okay. All right. So if, if I'm looking out for this, Agnes is prior, but It seems like you're always on it. You're like paying attention all the time. Actually, that's a big deal in Long Island. Like I, I know at the end of, at the end of like December, people start gearing up and lining up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sleeping outside of buildings to pay their 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 uh, their property tax. I know it gets a little crazy out here. Regardless, um, but in general. I'm looking for this. I want to make sure that this is not happening to me. What document? Where do I look for this? How do I find out if my insurance has been changed? Um, it, it, I, I assume the first thing you'd notice is a change in how much you're actually paying for your mortgage. But then also, what other, you know, uh, uh, indicators would there be if I want to make sure that this is not happening to me? For me, the
2: the one thing that saved us like uh, was our mortgage broker, our, our um, insurance broker. So I would say if possible, develop a relationship with an insurance, uh, the insurance broker, just, um, you know, so that it should something happen that they will reach out to you and, and let you know, hey, your mortgage company didn't pay like they were supposed to. Right. Um I would also check on your mortgage um, periodically once a quarter, twice a year. It's not anything major, but you can just call the company uh, that uh, you have a policy with and kind of just go over the policy. Well, what does it cover again? You know, when does it expire? You know, what is the new rate going to be when, you know, when we renew? And keeping that communication open, will let you know that the the policy is still active. you also want to make sure that the lender is uh, on the policy. So during those conversations, that's what you can do. If you want to be more diligent, you can do it once a quarter. Uh, but I, I think twice a year is, is, is enough uh, to stay on top of it.
0: Okay. All right. And if you happen to get into trouble with it, I guess they're calling you, right? They're definitely calling you say, yes. hey, I've got this issue. <laughs> can I check it out? Um, you, you want to give them a number? What's a good number to call you at? You
2: can reach me at my office number, which is 404 600 1771. Um, My website, I also have a website. I don't know if we're talking to
0: discuss. No, no we're ready for it. Go ahead.
2: There you go. (laughs) Insurance (laughs) scam.com because it is indeed a scam. (laughs) <laughs> uh, right. I, until, and until lenders find a way to come to use their massive power to reduce rates, so I I look at it as a scam, the whole thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, If you're having issues and you um, and you need help, or even if you just have some questions, hey, this happened to me. We'll, we'll be happy to talk to you and uh, help you through that. So. Uh, I can um, assist you regardless of where you are in the uh, country. Uh, So just give us a call. And if I can't assist you, I I do have a a wide uh, network of other attorneys that may be up to assist. So uh, Mm -hmm. please give us a call or visit our website.
0: Right, and you're kind of looking at this as, this is not just happening in one place, two places. This is kind of an ongoing pattern that you're looking for, right? You think that this is happening in more than one place, definitely in Georgia and New York, but then on top of that, to multiple people with multiple lenders?
1: It's definitely
2: uh, – I didn't get too much into it, but, yeah, it's definitely happening uh, throughout – I know it's happened in multiple states because I've seen some um, other cases where the uh, attorney general from the state – so basically the state brought an action against the lender uh, mm-hmm. for these uh, uh, these issues. So, again, it's, it's – uh, the issue is – I don't know if I – Clearly explained is when the lender is placing insurance on on mortgages uh, or obtaining policies, forcing the homeowner to pay it in situations where they should not be required to pay it. So it's where there is no lapse or they have created, they being the lender or the servicing company has uh, caused the lapse to happen by not paying it despite the escrow account uh, being properly funded.
0: And the benefit or well, benefit, or the result of this can be, one, that the person cannot afford to pay their actual mortgage now because the, the price has gone up. Then, two, they could go into default, but also, three, if something happens to the home and the insurance that they have placed doesn't actually cover the things that are most essential for that particular home, then now you're really in trouble because... You can't afford to pay for a home that you can't even live in because your insurance won't cover whatever um, fix, uh, uh, repairs are supposed to be done. Right. Did I did I sum that up right? Did that make sense?
2: Yes. I mean, at the core of it, in my opinion, it's just a breach of contract. You agree to pay the mortgage. They agree to uh, you know, to take a portion of your mortgage, whatever that is, $100 a month or $200 a month, um, $1,000 a month in, in Long Island. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to pay taxes, insurance, sometimes the HOA is in there. It's rare, but it happens. Uh, but to pay third parties on your behalf. And so long as you're pay- making the payments as agreed upon, um, they are required to, to pay when a payment is due. And when they fail to do that, again, whether intentionally or not, causing you to go into default, you shouldn't have to suffer those damages. So yeah, uh, it can be all of those things or, or more. Uh, and and the issue is, you know, um, in my world, things tend to move, uh, you kind of touched on it. They, they tend to move slow. So, you know, you have, maybe you can make the first payment, but you're now nine payments in and, you know, your payment, again, ours, we're in Georgia, is a, uh We got a great deal on that property, (laughs) Uh, but it went from, like I said, you know, $800 more. It went up $800, almost doubled our mortgage. And so it's um, to being forced to pay that type of money over, you know, the course of of however long it takes to to go through the process of trying to fix it with your lender, trying to uh, bring a, a court case, the courts being packed here, depending on what county you're in. Um, all of that plays into it and all the while you know, you mentioned all those things your credit can is also going to take a hit if you're not paying your mortgage. So um, it, it has devastating um, consequences when uh, lenders do this and a lot of people don't realize that they have rights that they that you know they, they too can enforce that mortgage agreement. It's not just for the mortgager.
0: right right. So if they're looking to do that, you think that something like this is happening, uh, uh, who are you gonna call? Are you gonna reach out to Lender Place Insurance Scam. I on like the, the Ghostbusters of- in that one. Yeah, Lindo- <laughs> he, he,
1: he, uh, <laughs> sorry, right? Oh, you have God. no idea how lucky we are that we actually in New York because we are more protected at the closings. Um, yeah. we we sign mm-hmm. a lot more, but everyone is every single part is required to have mm-hmm. an attorney present. Title Company is extremely aware of a lot of. Things. That's why you pay them for extra insurances that they will take care of, of everything. But uh, like Georgia, like Florida, and a lot of many states, it's so easy just to go, you sign and you move on, and, and you think you're going to live in your dream home forever after and, and very happy. And then things start coming. I mean, we didn't even have time to start talking about how people are stealing deeds, um, how. It- <laughs> There's so many different scams going on right now for homeowners that we do have to be very careful. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. having good relationship with uh, with your insurance broker is one thing, but to know someone like Zakia, that's mm-hmm. the key to success. With any yeah. problems, then we can all always reach out to Zakia. So, yes, yeah, that that that's wonderful. You're doing wonderful work, and I'm sure a lot of people is very happy for and, and very grateful for your help
0: thank you thank you i'm very proud uh, but uh, uh, listen uh, her her dad's not my age but he's a little bit older and so uh when he told me my my daughter's an attorney inter- very very proud of you and then <laughs> when i found out what kind of work you do because i snoop around on the internet i see everything because i'm checking on people's websites and you know their ratings on on google and everything i'm like oh this person is she's getting it done and so yeah, ladies and gents, if you are looking for an attorney in, 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 in Georgia, are you looking for definitely someone who's doing some mortgage stuff here in New York, You check her out and find out what's going on. Uh, the, Show is, of course, Love, Death, and Taxes. I guess this was a taxes episode, right, Agnes? I guess that's where we're going. Absolutely. (laughs) Right? And um, it it is uh, sponsored by New York Tax Resolution, nytaxresolutions.com, which is a tax resolutions and bookkeeping. That's where you're going if you're going to be speaking with um, Agnes regarding uh, issues that you have with taxation. Especially if you have not been paying them, you own a business and they're coming after you. You're getting those calls. You're getting the emails. You're getting that registered slip in the mail about what's going on with your taxes from uh, from the, um, the, the the IRS. Uh, if you are hoping to come on the show or hoping to have us speak about a specific. Uh, topic you can to reach out to us at mailbag at love death and taxes.com because we've got an email box that's <laughs> just waiting for you to send us some of those inf- some of that information um we are now oh my gosh we are now on live well it's not live it, it goes on like the next couple of hours but uh, we are now on amazon music we are now on Spotify, we are now on um, uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as of this week. So if you want to listen to Love, Death, and Taxes in your car or however you, you consume podcasts, you can now request for that and look for it. And then you'll be able to hear all of this information that Zakia explained a second or a third time, because I know mm-hmm. some of you might need a second or third explanation for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good stuff. It was good stuff. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> yeah, I think I thought it, 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 we're we're looking for issues that you know could affect people in this time. Right now, we have a problem. Right. In general, money is doing this wicked, crazy uh, 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 fluctuation. Uh, crypto is unreliable uh, might all but, all but be gone um all those nfts that whole new money situation is all of that is tumbling down uh if you are putting your money anywhere to me it sounds like real estate still remains one of the things that you should definitely be putting your money to, right? Yes, yes. right, so it is what it is, but ladies and gents. Um, Zaki, is there anything special you want to tell people right before we get to go?
1: Um,
2: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of my did I forget something? Uh, <laughs> I
0: feel you like
2: got? I should say something, but no, just mm-hmm. I the short of visit, if your mortgage goes up on it inexplicably. Give us a call, so
0: right, right, so be careful, exactly, and Agnes. You have anything, Jim Dobre? have anything to say to the <laughs> <our laughs> Polish for this Yeah, because <laughs> they watch, it is not a question, uh, Ezekiel we have like this this dual uh, people who watch. We got some people here who watch in the United States, but then we've got a whole contingent of them who watch uh, in, in Poland as well, because that is where uh, uh, Agnes is from. And then I, I get the Jamaicans too, but it's not as many of them. They're like, what is Ryan doing? I don't know what that is. I made them watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 most of the time, I think it's like, oh, I'm not gonna spend my bandwidth on this right here, (laughs) Ryan on YouTube, (laughs) but it is what it is. Uh, Thank you so very much for uh, bringing this to our attention. Um, When I heard about it, I wanted to talk to you about it. And so um, everybody who I've spoken to uh, is like, what, this is happening? How do, and some people I've had to explain it three times to, so I'm really happy that you came on and did that and explained it for us. So I'm going to say thank you so very much for coming on today. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to go to lenderplacedinsurancescam.com if, if you are looking for more information about this particular issue, or you just want to reach out to Zakiya if you're in Georgia and New York, and you want to get some uh, top-notch legal work done. Okay. All right. That's it for us today. Ladies and gents, thank you so very much. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you again, Zakia. All right. You guys take care. i see you, you next week.